My brother-in-law's dog destroys my home office, causing $12,000 in damages, and he refuses to pay a single cent towards fixing any of it, and I honestly don't know what to do. So my husband, my brother-in-law, and his girlfriend of six years were over to hang out the other night. All was well, and we had a few drinks. We watched a few movies, played some music, and had a lot of fun. Eventually, we all hit the sack and went to bed. My brother-in-law has a husky that isn't exactly trained and is known to tear up other stuff if she isn't being watched and this is all because she has really bad separation anxiety. So to help mitigate that issue, my brother-in-law brought a crate so that she could sleep in it and wouldn't mess anything up. Fast forward to the next morning and I wake up to this really weird smell in the house. I get up to investigate and I walk downstairs to see that my brother-in-law and his girlfriend are still asleep but the dog isn't in the crate. Once I saw this, I immediately had an awful fear in my gut and let me just say, God only knew how terrible of a day I was about to have. I continue to track down the smell, fearing that it might be a gas leak or something like that, only to find out it's coming from my home office. I open the door and the stench punches me in the face. My brother-in-law put his dog in my home office and literally every single object in my room is destroyed. First, let me describe the smell that was in the air. It was the smell of my work laptop from where the dog punctured the laptop battery, causing this terrible odor. He literally mangled the laptop into eight different pieces, making it completely unsalvageable. This was a $3,000 Windows laptop, but it only continues to get worse. My personal laptop that was worth about $1,000, this MacBook was mangled to a similar effect. My personal PC for gaming was also destroyed. My personal iMac, as well as multiple 4K monitors, all destroyed as well. On top of that, my PS5, my Xbox Series X, my Nintendo Switch, my Xbox 360, my PS4 and PS3, all of them were mangled. And it didn't stop there. My furniture in the room, including my computer desk and my computer chair, along with the leather reclining couch and a wooden TV stand, all destroyed. When I looked around the room, I noticed even the drywalls and the windows were just mangled. It had even gone as far as destroying the closet doors and many other things in my office, either having chew marks, scratch marks, or just being straight up taken apart. There's also a TV that's worth about $2,000 laying face down on the ground with the screen shattered. And I feel like this is only the tip of the iceberg. So far with what I've totaled, it comes out to about $12,000 worth of damages. I am still far from calculating all of the damages. I mean, just imagine if your $13,000 to $15,000 car was on fire one morning. Because that's how I felt walking into this room. I immediately open a window, grab anything I can think of that may have had its batteries pop by this stupid dog or anything else that might be harmful to breathe into and I put it in trash bags. I take them all outside and I put them into an empty shed. I go back in with tears streaming down my face and I go wake up my husband. I can barely even explain to him what's happening and I literally just drag him to my office. My husband almost immediately understands exactly what happened. He immediately goes out into the living room where my brother-in-law and his girlfriend are sleeping and starts yelling at his brother. My brother literally has no idea what's going on. He apparently didn't hear all the destruction that was happening in my office last night. He says that his dog wouldn't stop whining in the crate. So instead of just letting it out of the crate and letting it sleep on the couch with him, he just shut the door to my office and went back to sleep. After my husband stopped screaming, I stopped crying. We walked into the office and I showed him what his dog did. My husband popped the question, when are you going to pay us back for all of this? But my brother-in-law just responded by saying, 
uh, what do you mean? At this point, all of my sadness turned into rage. I asked him to repeat himself and to think carefully before he did. He had the audacity to actually repeat himself, and this time, he made sure to add his reasoning. It's not my fault you had so many expensive things and that you decide to keep them all in one room. My brother-in-law, for context, makes about $100,000 a year as an electrical engineer. He absolutely can't afford to pay me back for all the damages to my home and office. He outright refused any responsibility and told me he has no plans to repay me whatsoever. Again, because it was my choice to buy all these things and to keep them all in one room. My husband immediately cussed him out and told him to leave our home, which he did. His girlfriend stayed back because she drove a different car and she said she couldn't believe what she heard him say and after just staying for about an hour, she said that she wasn't going back home and she left to go stay back at her mom's house. At this point, I don't know what to do. We already called the police to come file a police report, but we haven't decided whether or not we're going to press charges in this regard. We're trying to work out something with him, but he simply doesn't want to listen and he refuses to listen to anything that we have to say to him. I had no parents growing up, no one to support me. In fact, eight years ago, I was homeless, sleeping on park benches and have since built a life as a computer engineer that allowed for me to have all the things that I owned. Also, someone is going to have to pay the $3,000 for my company laptop. My husband is at the point where he said that until his brother comes to his senses, he doesn't have a brother anymore. His girlfriend apparently still hasn't returned home and it's been three days now. I'm more than certain he hasn't bothered to take his dog to the veterinarian and I'm more than certain that his dog will probably not live trying to pass through its system all of the pieces of electronics that it ate. It quite literally ate a portion of my work laptop's motherboard and ate portions of the glass on one of my monitor screens. I'm absolutely willing to take my brother-in-law to court. The one thing that his dog didn't manage to destroy was my 1080p security camera decked out with some fantastic night vision that was placed in the best area in the room to cover as much field of view as possible. I have picture-perfect footage of him opening the door, shutting his dog in my office. Watching the preceding footages is like watching a car crash. I truly believe that if this footage was shown to a jury, that he would have no grounds to stand on. I have the footage saved on multiple devices. Would it also make sense to try and claim anything under house insurance? Or am I just being stupid? I've been completely out of it for the past three days. Barely sleeping, barely eating, constantly crying, wanting to punch holes in the walls. I'm truly convinced that my brother-in-law thinks that if he just ignores me, the problem will just go away. So we are completely at a crossroads, and I honestly don't know what to do. Your brother-in-law is about to learn the hard way that property damage is something that is very serious. So honestly, I would go back to him one more time and say, hey, let's work this out. Just pay for the stuff that your dog destroyed and help us replace it and there won't be any issues. This will literally be the end of it. But if he's going to be unreasonable in the way that you're describing, then I think it's time to lawyer up and take this another step further because this is unacceptable. And in my opinion, this guy is 100% at fault. An entitled Karen demands a refund on her food, claiming that it's incorrect, despite the fact that there was nothing wrong with it. Things got so weird that she said she was going to report me to my manager, claiming that I was denying her service, which is honestly just absolutely ridiculous. Here's what happened. I'm a manager at one of the largest fast food chains in Australia, and tonight we had one of our regular Karens come through our line. Now, when I say she complains about something literally every single time she comes in, no matter what, I really mean it. Every time I see her, either in our drive through or on the front counter, I always make sure to make her order perfect, just to see if she can 
complains, and sure enough, every time she does. Usually, if there is nothing to complain about, she finds something ridiculous that she just makes up on the spot, saying something like, my chips are too salty, even though I know for a fact the chips are just fine. Well, as you could probably guess, the same thing happened tonight. She ordered her family meal through the drive-thru, and I saw her walking into the restaurant with a bag, and I thought, oh boy, here we go again. She slams the bag on the counter, and I greeted her with a warm smile and said, hello, what seems to be the problem this time? I honestly couldn't help myself because she knows that we don't like her, and she just goes into it and says, I asked for one of my burgers, she had four in total, to have no mayo, and it has some on there, and my daughter won't eat it. I said, sure, can I take a look real quick? She grabs the three burgers in there that could possibly have mayo, and she asked for two of them without mayo, and she opened up all three of them, and there is not a single trace of mayo on either of them. I just looked at her, and while she was getting red in the face, she says, well, it was there before. My daughters won't eat it. And I said to her, well, if you can show me where the mayo was on this burger, I would be happy to replace it for you. And she just goes on to say, you know what? Just give me my money back. And I said, sure, that's fine. We can do that. As she stormed off to her car to get her purse, she shouted across the restaurant and said, I'll be reporting you. She returned back into the restaurant and I asked her what I've done to be reported. And she said, you refused to replace my meal. And I said, no, I didn't. I'd be happy to replace the meal if there was actually something wrong with it. But I could see no evidence to support your claim. So instead, I'm happy to process a refund if you're unhappy with your purchase. I asked her for the receipt so I could refund the total. And as I'm putting through the refund, she can see on the screen what is being put in. And she asked for a large dinner bundle. But as I put the bundle through, it defaults to a small. And as I was about to change it to a large, she chimes in and says, it was actually a large. And I held up her receipt and I said, I know I can read. I refunded her and called out as she stormed off. Have a great night. Hopefully this entitled Karen never comes back, but you know what? She probably will. There's some people you literally just cannot make happy. You could do everything perfectly and they're still going to find something to complain about. And if they don't have anything, they're just going to make it up. Like claiming there's mayonnaise on their burger when there's definitely not. The original poster has gone on to say that they plan on speaking with the restaurant manager tomorrow and they're going to be looking into getting this lady banned from the store, which is honestly my suggestion. This lady literally makes your lives a living nightmare. And I'm honestly really impressed that you decided to put up with this for this long. So hopefully this lady does get banned because her behavior is absolutely atrocious and no one should ever have to put up with that. An entitled angry dad freaks out when he assumes that I didn't give his little kid any candy while they were trick-or-treating. And I've honestly never been more scared in my life. Here's what happened. So this year, I went all out decorating my yard and house for Halloween for the first time, really. It's my first house and I was super excited about trick-or-treating and I decided to go big. I dressed up, handed out goodie bags, and played spooky music. I just wanted to have fun on my favorite night of the year and help all the kids have fun too. I even made goodie bags that included some stickers, a small toy, three fun-size M&Ms, and a full-size candy bar. I drew something cute on each goodie bag and had a lot of fun with the whole thing. About an hour into trick-or-treating, a family pulls up on a trailer with an American flag as well as a very popular politician's flag waving behind it, all being pulled by a four-wheeler. Several kids came barreling out and ran up to my door. The first few kids were clearly too old to be trick-or-treating, but I gave them a bag anyway because they had a couple of younger kids with them, probably seven or nine years old, and they all just quickly ran off. Then, trailing behind the other kids that were already back to the four-wheeler, the littlest one approached, who was about five or six years old and absolutely as cute as can be. I asked if she was having fun and told her how much I loved 
dropped her costume and I ended up giving her a bag. She started walking back down the driveway when the dad loudly screamed, I hear this one's got full-size candy bars. Let me see. And snatched the bag right out of the little girl's hands. He started to walk away and yelled, What? No way. We got ripped off. And turned around angrily and started up the driveway back towards my house. I instantly felt sick. Blood rushed to my ears. My heart was pounding and I steadied myself for an angry confrontation. I was legitimately scared for a second. I decided right then I was going to stand my ground, even though this man was big and scary. Well, he apparently didn't see the full-size bar at the bottom of the bag because he eventually yelled, oh wait, there it is, lucky for them, and turned around, hopped on the four-wheeler, and then left. Now, I'm not one to usually do this, but I almost cried. I wasn't even sure why. Maybe the adrenaline that filled me when I saw him angrily walking back toward my house. Maybe because he totally ruined that experience for that little girl. Or the relief that he wasn't coming for me. Maybe all those things and then some. But I was shaking so bad that I had to go inside and collect myself before going back out. I still can't get it out of my mind. It really did put a damper on the rest of the night and I've decided that was the one and only time I'll be doing this. This world is so scary and people are so entitled that doing something kind still gets you some kind of threat. I just hope that little girl is okay. But I do want to add one more thing that did make me feel a little bit better. Toward the end of the night, I heard a small voice exclaim from somewhere down the street, Ooh, stickers! And that ended up bringing me back, and it helped me remember why I love doing this in the first place. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The dad you're describing sounds absolutely awful. He actually went through his kid's bag, ripped it out of her hands, and said, oh, they don't have the full-size candy bar like everybody else. And he actually had the audacity to begin marching back up to that house to do God knows what. I mean, what was he really planning to do once he got back up there? Scream at this lady and demand more candy? I mean, how ridiculous can you get? He sounds like a terrible parent, to be completely honest. But I honestly don't think that should take away from your joy of celebrating Halloween. So hopefully you're able to go all out next year and still enjoy yourself, regardless of whatever entitled adults might be lurking around the corner, trying to ruin the experience for everybody else. An entitled Karen comes up to my house and demands that I give her kids candy, despite the fact that I was not giving out 
out candy because my front porch light was very clearly off. Here's what happened. So I had surgery last week that involved the cutting of some of my abdominal muscles and I'm still not able to move around much. On top of this, I was the only one home as my sister is going to consultations for her upcoming surgery. As a result of these factors, my family decided we weren't going to really celebrate Halloween this year. We didn't put up decorations, we didn't buy candy, and we had our porch light off to indicate that there was no candy here to all the children running about. Overall, things were going well, and we assumed that people were catching the hint in knowing that we were not giving away candy. But then 745 rolls around when I hear a knock at the door. I, of course, ignore it. But not only do they knock again, but they also ring the doorbell. At this point, my pain meds were wearing off, and I was planning to just not move till I went to bed so I wouldn't have to redose. But that would also mean at the time that I'm short-tempered. After listening to more knocking at my door, I decide that these kids need some education, and I get up. The woman is actually peeking in our front window and gets the pleasure of watching me hobble down the hall just to unlock the door. I open the door with a scowl, and I say straight up, no lights means no candy. And once I said this, the kids looked absolutely disappointed, and the mom just scowled at me. Then this entitled mother says, come on, surely you have some candy for my kids. But I just look at her and say, no, I don't. Get off my porch. To which this entitled mom actually had the audacity to say, well, why not? And at that point, I just shut the door on them. Now, at this point, I was hoping this would be the end of it. But this entitled mother decided to keep things going as she rang my doorbell again and again, as well as knocked on my door repeatedly, alternating between that and ringing my doorbell. I hadn't left the door because I had to sit down before I moved again. And our window is thin. I heard her shouting through the window. Whatever. This holiday is for Satan worshippers anyway. The least people could do is give us some candy for tolerating it. After that, she left my porch and I had to take more pain medications to handle the spasms I was experiencing from laughing so hard. Honestly, what kind of logic does this woman think the world runs on? It was so ridiculous and it made my night just a little bit better. So for those of you who don't live in America, the common rule that really is kind of across the board is that if you don't have your lights on or any decorations out, then you're not giving away candy. That's like a clear-cut way to say, no, don't go to my house. So the fact that this entitled mother completely ignored that just to go up to this house that very clearly was not participating in this holiday to try and shake them down for candy or something is just really, really stupid. And it's not like she didn't know what she was doing. Like, there's no way she doesn't know that rule growing up, especially if she's trick-or-treating with her kids later in life. And worst of all, she doesn't even like this holiday. She claims that it's just for a bunch of Satan worshippers, which is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But regardless, at least the original poster was able to get a good laugh out of it because that entitled mother was being absolutely ridiculous. And hopefully next year when she goes trick-or-treating with her kids, she'll remember that if the lights are off, then that means there's no candy to give out. My boyfriend broke up with me because I'm apparently always tired, stating that I've changed and that I'm too tired to do literally anything in our lives. So I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year now. When we first started dating, I was working one job as a nanny and would work until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Recently, I decided I wanted to move to a better apartment, so I picked up a second job and now I get off at about 6 o'clock at night. My boyfriend and I used to go to dinner or a movie a couple of times a week. We really enjoyed going out to have a nice dinner and he would always pick such a nice restaurant and we would get dressed up for it and everything. He makes such good money as a hardware engineer and I obviously do not make as much as he does, but I like having my own money and working my own job. He has repeatedly told me he wants me to be a stay-at-home girlfriend, but that is just 
too risky for me, and it's not something that I want to do. Anyway, after working two jobs, around 65 hours a week, I'm pretty tired day to day. His schedule is more predictable, and he usually gets off at about 4.30 in the afternoon, and he starts work pretty early. I start my work pretty early as well, but I don't usually get back to my place until 7 o'clock at night, and if we were going to go out, I'd have to take some time to get ready. We probably wouldn't eat dinner until about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and I would have to be in bed by 10, since I wake up at 4.30 in the morning just to get ready for work. So because of that, I asked him if we could save going to a nice restaurant for Saturday nights, to which he agreed. I told him that we would still see each other the same amount of time, but instead of going out, we would stay in and cook or just watch a movie. It was working for a while until it all fell apart last week. We got into a bit of a fight because I had a headache after work and told him I was going to bed early instead of seeing him. I woke up to a long text message saying that I've changed. I'm always too tired for him and I'm never feeling good. He doesn't get to do what he wants anymore because we are always at my house instead of over at his. He even accused me of seeing other people instead of working at the second job. He told me we were through unless I can show him that he's still important to me demanding that I make time for him. In my eyes, nothing has really changed except that we don't go out for dinner as much as we used to. We still spend plenty of time with each other, so I don't know what is happening. I'm really upset and I don't know what to do here. What would you all do if you were in my position? Should I just move on? I mean, even though we've only been together for a year, I have a really strong feeling for him. It's hard to just let it go. What should I do? I think the original poster needs to look at their schedule. They work 65 hours a week. I think you need to take a step back and maybe move back to a normal 40-hour work week or try and find a job that has a higher pay or something. This is only going to cause you to burn out and really make mistakes in your life. So in some ways, I can kind of understand where your boyfriend is coming from. But on the other end of it, it sounds like he really needs to be more accommodating. Like your circumstances have changed. You had to start working two jobs just to make things work out in your life. So I think if anything, maybe making steps to have some kind of compromise where you can still work and save up for your apartment while also dedicating time to your relationship would probably benefit you across the board. Because from the sound of it, it doesn't look like things are going well. So maybe a little bit of change is in order just to try and get things back on track. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.